How do you feel when people leave your organization? What do you say about people who have left your organization? Stay tuned for a conversation about not burning bridges. Hi, Shannon Waller here, and welcome to Team Success. I was really inspired recently by talking with a couple of clients who really had a fabulous and gracious way of not burning bridges when people left their company or shifted to a different role. So in the theme of multiplication by subtraction and how to graciously let go of wrong fit team members, I thought this was a really interesting take that I wanted to share with you because often when people leave our companies, we can be mad, we can be resentful. It's very, very tempting sometimes to make them wrong. So in other words, we take the rejection personally. If someone's leaving to do something else with their life, something else with their career, they don't have the same future for themselves that we envision for them, we can get a little frustrated. We can get a little mad. (laughs) And we can, as I mentioned, take it personally. But these two gentlemen that I was talking to, and actually one's a husband and wife partners, had just a very different approach, which I thought was inspiring. It certainly inspired me and I thought it would inspire you too. So one of them has a really great organization. It's in language education. And one of the things that he helps people do is, you know, he works with a lot of very entrepreneurial team members and sometimes they want to leave the company and he helps them. They want to start their own businesses. He supports them. And that's pretty cool. I actually know a couple of people who've done this. I just love that idea of like, oh, you're actually for the other person. You know, it's like, oh, okay, your path isn't exactly the same path as our company's on, but how can I help you? This is really the ultimate in looking at people as being unique ability contributors to your organization. It means they're not things, they're not commodities, they're not just transactional relationships. This is really because you're like, okay, I really appreciate who you are, what you're up to. You want to make a different impact in the world than you can in our company. How can I support you? Does that make sense? In fact, one of our clients, the team members no longer work for him, but he hired them and actually has ended up paying them more to the person's own company than when that person was a team member for him, which is really, again, kind of genius. And what I love about it is I think the goodwill back to your company is phenomenal. You know, if we kind of make people wrong when they leave our organizations because they, you know, just have a different path or see a different future for themselves, then there's kind of this resentment. It kind of taints the relationship. It can even taint what good they did provide for your organization because, oh, well, they left, so they're no good anymore. And that's very self-centered approach, if I may put it that way. But when we can actually celebrate other people's wins, other people's growth, ideally they're growing within our company and they help support our growth. But if not, we want people to grow. And if you have a gracious approach to that, as these individuals have, then I think it actually means that your reputation out in the world expands and grows. And even if they're no longer with you, guess what? They're going to say, oh my gosh, working with this company is incredible. Even when I left, they said good things about me. Just imagine the reputation that that puts out in the world. So everything they say about you will be positive. They'll probably help put the word out and you'll actually be able to attract new and great team members. So that this whole idea of not burning bridges and of being positive about people, supportive of people, even if their path is different than yours. It means that you're not just focused on you, you're focused on the greater community. And people who leave your company 
are actually part of your bigger community. So when we, as strategic coach, we actually think about, you know, we've got our strategic coach clients, but then we have our strategic coach community, which includes a much, much broader range of people. It's people who used to work for us. It's people who used to be clients. It's our partners. It's our people who are friends of strategic coach, even if they've never actually been a client, but we like them. We appreciate what they do in the world. We appreciate their contribution. You know, we, I don't want to say say nice things about them, but we do. And then they reciprocate because they also love and appreciate what we're up to. And that's the bigger coach community. And it's much larger than, you know, people who are necessarily active right now. But I, I kind of love that. I kind of love that our impact, even if not every single relationship is going to be a lifetime relationship. A lot of them are, I have to say. <laughs> There's an enormous amount of longevity and coach between clients and team members, which is, you know, case in point, I joined the company in 1991. So long time. But you know, not everyone's going to have that direct relationship. And just knowing that there's so much goodwill out in the world about coach to make me feel really, really good. And it's also this sense of appreciation that, you know, as Dan likes to say, Dan Sullivan, people do things for their reasons, not yours. And that really embodies the whole mindset that I'm talking about. So it's appreciating that people do things for their reasons, not ours. Respecting that is ultimately what I'm talking about. And again, it just means that new possibilities open up that would not otherwise. The one example I thought was fascinating is someone who was an owner and then at some point decided that was not the role for him. And that person is now an employee for the same company that he was a partner in. Now, with a different mindset, this would not have been <laughs> welcome news, but I was actually talking to the co-owner yesterday and she said, you know what? We used to conflict all the time when we were partners because I expected a different result. And now that he's a team member, we get along famously. It's going so well. And I love that story. I think that that's really fun. He's happy. She's happy. Her husband's happy. So, you know, is this husband-wife team running the company, they now have, you know, just a better structure. So just respecting that other people have their own, you know, ways of looking at things, their own perspectives, and making that work is actually really, really cool. There are a number of people who, team members who left for their own reasons to do other things in coach, and I love that they will still call me up, ask for some advice on their unique ability or their, you know, Colby profile or, you know, just what will be the next right fit for them. I love giving them great references if that's what's needed because I've really appreciated the teamwork that we had. They know, because I personally do not like investing any energy in negative talk about people. <laughs> it's not, not respectful to my way. I can be frustrated in the moment, but I don't want to, you know, pigeonhole someone as being in any kind of negative way. I love knowing the fact that they still consider me to be a friend, that they know that I will be friends with them, I'll be friendly, that I'm saying good things about them, not negative things. And that's that just feels respectful. So I just wanted to share that mindset because I think, you know, especially if we get into a little bit of a scarcity mindset, labor market is challenging right now. We probably really want to hang on to the people that we do have, that we really appreciate their efforts and their contributions to our company. And when people make a different decision, sometimes we're taken by surprise. We don't like it. We don't understand. So the more that the lines of communication are open, that they feel free giving you a heads up, that they're looking at things differently, they don't see a long-term future for themselves, the better. But you don't always have 
the luxury of that. But really coming from an abundance mindset, you know what? It's like, oh, they have a bigger future for themselves, not with us. There'll be someone else who shows up that will do as good, maybe even a better job than that person did. And that there's lots of room for everyone to be successful, lots of different ways for people to be successful, as opposed to that scarcity mindset. And I think that's really what does lead to this sense of resentment when people leave our organizations. So really, if you can do a little soul searching for yourself and think to yourself, okay, how do I want to be talked about? If I were to leave a client relationship or, you know, a team member relationship, how would I want to be talked about? And then presumably it's, you want to be talked about well, well, you want to extend that same courtesy to other people. And if in <laughs> that old adage, if you don't have anything positive to say, don't say anything at all. No, it's relevant to this conversation. You want to be truthful. You know, I'm not asking anyone to do anything other than say what's accurate for them. But just that whole idea of recognizing that people do things for their reasons, not ours. Clients, team members, partners, vendors, suppliers, centers of influence, all of those, you know, it's where we come together and align and partner up with people. But then sometimes people need to, you know, dissolve that relationship. And that's fine and appropriate too. How we handle it, I think really impacts our reputation, impacts our goodwill. And there's just so much opportunity for putting good things out as opposed to staying sort of tight and controlled and upset about something. So anyway, hopefully this message is resonant for you and relevant for you. And if it's been a practice that you have already, just kind of give yourself a pat on the back. Recognize that not everyone has this mindset. It is easy to burn bridges. And if you're someone who's made a practice of, you know, staying friends with people, saying good things about people who are no longer with your organization, again, primarily team members I'm talking about today, but also applies to clients, then just acknowledge yourself that you are actually coming from that abundant mindset and you are respecting that people do things for their reasons, not yours. So that's just a gracious way to do that. So that to me is also part of multiplication by subtraction. So kudos if you're already doing it. If not, then perhaps there's a little shift in mindset that just allows you to enter that more gracious, more elevated way of thinking about things. Obviously, if someone's done you harm, this conversation does not apply, but most people will simply leave without too much of a mess. And then you can simply be respectful that their path is different. So just wanted to share that idea with you today. Hopefully this will land and be relevant. If you have any questions or comments, please let me know at questionsastrategiccoach.com. Thank you so much for listening. And as always, here's to your team success. Mm-hmm.